Hello gorgeous soul and welcome to this epic podcast. This is a place where you are encouraged and you have absolute freaking permission to unapologetically go after all of your dreams, all of your visions, all of your things in your vision board, like everything that your heart desires. I'm your host Angharad, the High Vibe Babe, and I believe that we're all in this life to expand and experience our wildest dreams. If one of us can have it, then we all can. So that is the aim of this podcast. Each week I'll either be going solo or have guests with the aim to inspire, uplift you and give you the tools for you to live your most epic AF life and business possible. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at Babe. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to this podcast. Today I am introducing someone to you that I'm really excited to have on my podcast. This is Claire. She is a self-sovereignty coach and a cacao ceremonialist. She is passionate about helping humanity to slow down, connect back in with their bodies and experience their truth. Claire feels we are at a point in time where we are being called to open our hearts, step into vulnerability and experience more love than ever before. She believes the world is craving this and she is here to serve this purpose through her work, her being and her life. Welcome, Claire. Thank you, lovely. So, <laughs> so lovely happy to be here. Thank you. Would you mind starting off and just telling us a little bit more about you? How did you get here? Like, what is your story? Tell us all of the things. So essentially, I went to university and I studied psychology. And I basically went into that with just like this curiosity for how humans work and how they operate and why they do the things that they do. And through studying that course, I had some other things open up for me along the way. And I kind of just felt there was a little bit more to all of this than just psychology and just the mind and all of the things that I was learning. Mm. So, so I studied over in the UK and then I got the calling to go to Australia. And so, yeah, I spent three years in Australia and here I came across the beautiful plant medicine of cacao and some other ways of, I guess, understanding why humans do things that were outside of psychology. So I began to look into how we store trauma in the body and how our childhood has affected us on like a cellular level and really just like taking more of a holistic look at humanity instead of just looking at it from one angle Mm -hmm. and through all of that I just really became passionate about empowering humanity and especially women and helping them to remember their power and to learn how to stop giving that power away to Mm. the external world (laughs) I love that stop giving our power away to everyone else epic power when I think about that so Mm -hmm. what has what's learning all of these tools like that you've got in your tool belt and all these topics you've studied and, and immersed into your life what has it done for you in your life oh wow I used to so the past Claire would not be sitting here talking on this podcast right now. Essentially, I was like the shy girl, the quiet girl, very introverted. I just, I liked being on my own all the time and I just didn't, I didn't really have a voice. 
and yeah just was kind of hiding away from the world and and just spent a lot of time in solitude and through this experience learning all of these things doing all the things that I've done I have uncovered more of my true self which is actually I'm not shy actually Mm. I'm not really that introverted (laughs) and you know I'm using my voice and I'm taking up space in the world and I'm I'm doing the things that I love now and I have Mm. the confidence in myself to do that and in regards to the empowerment pieces I have developed a level of awareness in myself that every single day I will pull myself up on on things like if I'm giving my power away to a situation Mm. I notice it and I take it back and I learn from it and then the next situation comes and I learn from that and it's just a constant coming back to my center instead of Mm. losing myself in my experiences and in my relationships Mm, I love that a lot and and I totally agree we we don't learn something and that's like oh now we're good yeah (laughs) constant checking in and and reintegrating and there's always layers like the same mindset things the same everything there's always more and more layers which is beautiful if you love growth like I do and I assume you do as well because you're checking yourself (laughs) checking on yourself so much so what about when you you said before like you you now take up space and, and, and you're confident and I've met you in physical life so I totally agree this is a great way to describe and this is what you do do but for someone who's resonating with like your past story of this is not what you used to do, what would you recommend for them? Like how, how do you shift from that state to actually being able to do the opposite, which is what we really want to do? Mm, that's such a good question. I feel like it's actually just starting. So, so my experience is that, especially in the personal development industry, right? I feel like, you know, we can we can listen to all of these podcasts and we can read all of the books and do all of the things and intellectualize everything. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people in the world who know all of this stuff, but the key is actually applying it to your life and actually choosing to embody it. And that takes a level of courage mm-hmm. because it's when you're out there in the world and you have an opportunity to stand up and take up space or something arises in you that you really want to say but it feels uncomfortable to say and your default is to not say it and shrink back into yourself it's in that moment choosing to be like no I'm going to rewrite this story and I'm going to choose differently so I feel like the steps are obviously we need to learn all of these things first and that's why all of these tools like the podcast and everything are incredible and then for me like the next stage is actually embodying it and applying it into your life. Mm -hmm. So this is something you really help people do then within your business is it? Yes so essentially like I said I'm a self-sovereignty coach and for me that essentially just means that I coach people and I help people to take their power back and to take Mm. full responsibility and ownership for their lives because my belief is that everything that's showing up in our life is showing up because of who we are being. Mm -hmm. And so if we want our lives to change, we have to change first, right? It all starts with us. So yeah, just really taking that sovereign responsibility for how we're showing up to life. And it's just so empowering and it can be quite confronting in the beginning, you know. It's like, oh, that means that means everything that is here is because of me. And I remember hmm. when I first realized that, I was like, oh, that is so confronting. <laughs> <laughs> Your ego's like, no. <laughs> but it's also 
so freeing and liberating to know that we're creating all of our experiences and that we have the power to change them. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything and it is confronting as heck when I realised yeah. it's all there because <laughs> we've allowed it to be and we're continuing to allow it to be. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey with cacao? Yeah, I would love to. So I'll just share the, the basics for people mm-hmm. who may not know what cacao is, first of all. So a lot of people have probably heard of the term plant medicine and cacao comes under the umbrella of that. So cacao has been used for centuries by the indigenous people of the planet. And mm-hmm. it was actually used as a currency back in the day because it was revered so highly. Um, but essentially the essence of cacao is uh, it's a feminine spirit, first of all, and she's known as medicine of the heart. So all you have to do is look at what do people give each other on Valentine's Day? Mm. Chocolate, right? It's this. Yeah, it's so it's true. This, yeah, I know. It's like she, she's out there doing her thing. And how do people feel when they're eating chocolate? They feel good. They feel, you know, this is delicious. This is beautiful. Like everyone loves it. Mm. And that essentially is her in her essence. So uh, cacao came into my life about nearly two years ago now. And I attended my first ceremony. And after that, I was just hooked because I was like, wow, chocolate. When I was younger, I actually wanted to be a chocolatier. And I was like, wow, this is so incredible that I get to sit down and drink hot cacao as a way of connecting to myself and my heart. Like, what? So, mm. so yeah, I started to do that every day, actually. And, and I ended up working in a place called Sacred Cacao Bar on the Gold Coast which actually was a gelato bar when I was first started working there and then it got taken over and turned into a cacao bar and that is synchronicity at its finest. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, yeah. yes girl. <laughs> so I, you. Whole, I know, right? I spent my whole summer serving people cacao every day and it was there that I met my community and the most amazing people that I have in my life now because this is what cacao does she helps you to open your heart on such a deep level that you begin to attract other people that are in the same space Mm. and you're open like you have an openness about you it's like I'm open to meeting new people I'm open to new experiences There's so many people in the world who are living with closed hearts and we don't even know that that's what we're doing. And so, yeah, it was from, it was from working in the cacao bar that I started to hold ceremonies in my friend's living room. (laughs) And then they just grew to um, like 20, 30 people and, and yeah, just kind of took off from there. That's really, really epic. So for people that are wanting to, for instance, integrate cacao into like their morning routine, what would you, do you have any tips for like a DIY version for at home when you don't have like a ceremonialist living next door to you or living in your city? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's really simple. It gets to be really simple. And the one thing I would love to share is it also gets to be fun. Because when people hear the word ceremony, a lot of the time we think it's going to be really serious and it's going to be really deep and all that kind of stuff. And it can be. But my experience on so many occasions with Cacao has just been this message from her that's like, lighten up. Like, can you just 
play. <laughs> Can you please just do something fun and stop thinking life needs to be so serious? And so very simply, learn how to make ceremonial grade cacao. I can, um, I can send you some information to put in the description of this if you want. Um, learn how to make ceremonial grade cacao. Sit down with your cacao. Drop in with your cacao and just build a relationship with her. Like I really, I talk to my cacao like I would be talking to my friend, um, mm-hmm. just in honor of her as a, as a spirit and a medicine. And essentially it's just about setting intention and what you would like to experience. So for example, there may be days where, I, you know, there's a lot on my heart and I'm feeling emotional. And my, in- my intention is to be with myself and to allow myself to um, express and release those emotions and move through them. And other days, I might be wanting to tap into my creativity and my flow. So cacao is a a plant medicine that you can really apply to anything. Mm -hmm. She'll just enhance whatever you're doing. So it's just magic. That's really cool. I'm really loving it. The next thing I want to ask you, which totally ties in with this, can you can I just open the floor for you to talk a little bit about sensuality for us, please? Mm, yes, they go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so just to um to use that cacao as a segue into that, when I when I first started drinking cacao, I realised how much I was living in my head. And, you know, being very logical about things and thinking things and, yeah, really living from that space. And over a period of time through sitting with cacao every day, I really learned to be in my body again, to bring my awareness down from my mind into my body and to feel. Mm. And as I did that, I began to feel really, really good. So cacao actually releases oxytocin in our blood. Um, Ooh, which is obviously the feel-good hormone of love. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, wow, I feel really good right now. And through that, I just, I really just segued into like movement and dance and just allowing my body to move however she wanted to. And that's really important. It's really important for us to be connected to our senses because there's a lot of talk around, you know, like we do all these meditations and there's a lot of talk around ascension and out of body experiences and all these things. And sometimes we can forget that we're here having this human experience and the human experience is, is our senses. So right. it's really like slowing down and connecting in with like, what are the beautiful colors that I can see right now? And what are the sounds that I can hear? And how good does this cacao taste? And, you know, really dropping in with all of those and fully starting to receive life in mm. that way. Mm. And that is so juicy when you actually drop in and you're like, I'm going to fully receive this moment through my senses. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and I was first introduced to, I guess, femininity and, and oxytocin and slowing down and feeling our senses last May when I did a program and so May 2019 and it really changed a lot to me to be honest because when when we do drop into a sense and when we take the time to slow down literally oxytocin is released and for any of you mums out here which a lot of you are mums who listen oxytocin is what gets released it's it's a hormone that gets released when we're letting down our milk when we're breastfeeding babies and like Mm. when for me when that happens it always 
it's really difficult um, feeling to explain, but anyone who's breastfed, you know, you're going to know what I mean. <laughs> and it, I started to feel that feeling without actually breastfeeding within, with, you know, just within my life when I was having a bath or when I was making dinner or out in nature for a walk and the, the feeling of being grounded and not always in this masculine, busy hustle, get it done was really transformed a lot as to how my energy is dispersed and how I can, how much more I can enjoy my life being able to you know, not necessarily balance between the two because I don't really think there's any such thing as a balance in this world to be honest but flowing between the two so like what's your journey been like between the masculine and the feminine energy and, and that's and those sort of areas mm, I love this question so I even just feel good just listening to you talk about it to be honest <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of the book Pussy by Regina Mama Gina no it's, I haven't no I know it sounds, it's like very confronting. Um, the best ones are. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And she just goes into all of this stuff when a woman is connected to her sensuality and she's living in her body, she's magnetic. And my journey has been feeling disempowered and in my head a lot and thinking and you know like you said being in that masculine way and rushing through my life and rushing my speech and rushing my meal down and all of those things to really dropping into my body and allowing my femininity to lead the way and life just feels so much better as Mm. a woman like living from that place life just feels so much better And the amount of people that I've had come up to me, especially in the last few months and just be like, you look incredible. (laughs) Like, what Mm. have you been doing? I'm like, honestly, I feel so radiant and I feel so beautiful because I'm dropped into my body Mm -hmm. and it's worth it just to feel that feeling, not for anything else or for that validation or anything, but just to feel good in yourself. And Mm. I know, especially, you know, like you said, for the mums out there and, and the women who lead very very busy lives and are always on the go it's especially important to connect to that part of ourselves because otherwise it just leads to burnout yeah I agree and that leads on to great greatly onto what I wanted to ask you was for a woman who's really no masculine and she is doing the things and she's you know very much thinking in her head and all the things and then you go and try and do a feminine thing with air bunnies. <laughs> do you remember the quotes? <laughs> for, for a woman who, who does it and she doesn't get the results or she's like, I don't know how to try this or is this just really weird? Like, what would you say to her? Mm, I'd say persevere. I know for me, like when I first, I first began to kind of learn about sensuality and drop into that space, I was deeply uncomfortable because it was alien to me. Mm -hmm. I was like oh this feels awkward and I feel like I look weird and I was just even even when I was just by myself in front of the mirror just being with myself I was like this is awkward Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so my advice to that person would be to persevere because yeah it can feel really uncomfortable in the beginning because it's so alien for women to be dropped into their bodies because we've adapted to live in a very masculine world. So mm. yeah, just persevere and keep going and it does get easier and it does start to feel good <laughs> instead of awkward. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I love it. So when you think about your life now and how you feel in your life and how you move through life, how does it feel differently to you? Like or what sort of things are you able to achieve more? Or what are the big 
differences in your quality of life or any of those things? Does any of those spark an interest as to you're like, yeah, I want to talk about this? Yeah, my whole life. <laughs> my whole life feels different. I have, oh, there's so many things. I have a beautiful relationship with food and that's because I have a beautiful relationship with my body. And mm. I used to like binge eat a lot in the past. And um, it's through. it's been through like the sensuality and the cacao and developing a empowering relationship with myself I've been able to change my relationship to food and things like shopping even and you know all those all those things that we use as vices to kind of fulfill this void Mm. um, it's now filled with self-love yeah so um, there's those areas and then like my relationships are just incredible like the people I have in my life and the people that I attract and the men that I attract Mm. incredible (laughs) Mm. and again you know like it's that self-responsibility it's the it's the energy that I'm putting out I'm receiving it back in the mirror of all of these people so yeah I'm I'm doing really fulfilling work I'm able to travel and go to these beautiful countries and meet people like you (laughs) (laughs) yes we met on your travels (laughs) yeah exactly and and another thing I would say actually is my relationship with my family and my parents that was quite a pain point for me last year for for a while when I was kind of going through this shift in myself and now it's just amazing. Like I can look at them with so much love and navigate things that come up for me in, mm-hmm. in those dynamics with love and mm. compassion. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm just so in love with this whole conversation. Something else I wanted to ask was you mentioned self-love before. And that's something that I 100,000% did not do until a few years ago. And it's really one of the major pillars that I believe us women are not doing enough of. I, I don't think we can ever do enough. It's, can we ever have enough love? Like too much love? Like no. <laughs> mm, yeah. So for someone who's at the beginning of their self-love journal, like just wants to amp it up, like what is the next level or how can they deeper integrate it or how can they continue to develop it? What would you say to them? I feel what I've realized is that So for a lot of people, they think that self-love is like having a bubble bath or Mm -hmm. treating yourself, you know, which, and, and it definitely can look like that. And for me, to be honest, in the beginning, it did look like that and it goes deeper. So for me, self-love is like those minute moments and it's like, okay, how would I treat myself if I was my own child or if I was my own partner? How would I show up? So even little things like I noticed the other day, I was thirsty, right? And I picked up my water bottle and it was empty. And I put it back down and was like, oh, I'll get it later. I can't, I can't be bothered to like get up from my laptop and do that. Mm. And I had this moment where I caught myself and I was like, no, if, if my child came to me and said, I'm thirsty, can you get me some water? I would say yes. And it would be my priority. And so I thought, why don't I treat myself like that, you know? And so it's in, it's also in these minute moments. And um, I don't know if you've heard of Adam Rower, but he, um, he's a, he's an amazing advocate for self-love and he says, treat yourself like someone that you love. Mm -hmm. And that always, that stays with me. And I hear that actually every day (laughs) lately, I'm like, okay, how would I show up for myself if I was someone that I loved? 
Mm. So, um, yeah, it's not just, you know, treating ourselves to new clothes or having bubble baths and stuff. It's in there every day. It's making sure that we're well fed and we've drunk enough water. And it's it goes into things like setting boundaries with other people about what is and isn't okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really taking care of ourselves on a deep level yeah I I totally dig that so much because as women we often and, and from my background which is actually a Christian background it's we're taught we are to serve our husbands mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that we are it doesn't it doesn't say that we're meant to exclude ourselves however this is how I see a lot of women treating themselves mm-hmm. they they put everything for everyone else before anything they could ever need want or desire and it's a point it's it's very self-deprivating it's it's very depressive you don't feel fulfilled mm-hmm. and I really do remember being in that place where I didn't feel feel empowered to do things for myself that I now have no problem doing and I do in a heartbeat but I, at the time I didn't even have the awareness that that was the problem do you know what I mean yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sure that, like, well, I know there's so many women out there who experience the same thing, and it's just like, you know, put yourself last, and it's it's a good thing to do to put everyone else first, and like, you know, there's different archetypes, and that plays into the good girl archetype of pleasing everyone else and mm-hmm. making sure everyone else is good first, and I lived my life up until very, very recently in that way as well. And it's not fulfilling because as women, like we have needs and we have desires. And again, when a woman is full and she's, she's in her radiance and she feels good, she lights up the whole world. Like the feminine literally lights up the whole world. So it's like, actually, like if we want to have an impact on like our partners and our families and on this world in general, we get to start putting ourselves first and filling up our own cups. Because we can't give from an empty one, right? We all know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, it's the embodiment. It's actually applying that into our lives. Yeah, and that can be it. really uncomfortable. Yeah, well, growth always is, right? Like, no matter what mm. it looks like, <laughs> whether it's the yeah. gym, whether it's journaling, whether it's having a bubble bath or doing something in the minute moment for us to slow down and enjoy eating our food, mm. it always feels awkward to begin. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you're literally training yourself to be in a different way. We're learning, we're teaching our bodies and our minds that we're going to show up to life in a different way. Yeah, and this, like, mindset is something that weaves throughout my business and and throughout my life and through everyone's lives because without the awareness and without us being like, oh, we're just feeling this because our subconscious mind understands this is the program, this is how we eat, this is how we talk to people, this is what we prioritize and, you know, this is how our energy is, then we always got to come back and be like, oh, it's all of us felt weird before we ran ourselves a bubble bath or put ourselves first or did anything for ourselves or self-love or in the feminine way or or anything it it always everyone will have resonated with the fact that it didn't feel great to start with yes yes absolutely and like what's just dropping into me now is especially for mothers as well like I can only imagine because I don't have children but I have spoken to a lot of mums and they're like you know your child is everything to you and you want to just like nourish them and nurture them and give them the world right and Mm -hmm. also 
children are learning constantly from their parents like mm-hmm. not through the things that especially between zero and seven that's like the stage in which they form all of their beliefs around about the world between mm-hmm. zero and seven and for the first part of that they can't talk right so they're learning through how mum and dad behave and if mum's like putting herself last and betrays herself to look after everyone else the child learns that that's how it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and then they grow up and they start doing the same thing so it's like it's just like the best thing that mums can do is start loving on themselves and teaching mm. their children this is what we do yeah I fully fully agree 100% when I started my personal development journey and all the things it was really to show my kids to to I guess to as parents we like look at our upbringing and we go oh we don't want this in our childhood and for our children we don't want this part and we we like mm-hmm. this part and we like craft this way of parenting and, and of everything and, and one of the things for me that I looked at was well I want to be able to show my children how to display self-love and how to prioritize yourself and how to have a full cup and actually enjoy life right like not be dying on the inside mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes yeah, so I have to show them. You have to leave from the front. Yeah, that's it. And you know, if your child looks at looks at you and you're doing something nice for yourself, or you're even just even giving yourself a hug, right? Like people don't hug themselves. Mm. <laughs> and again, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, that's really weird to do. But mm. imagine if your child saw yourself saw you giving yourself a hug, and then they mirror you back and they give mm. themselves a hug. And it's like, oh, we're teaching them from a young age that it's okay to love themselves. Yeah, it's so cute. Something so simple. I love that. Yeah, that's it. Again, like it's so simple. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. So to sort of wind up this podcast, I wondered if you would have any practical advice or any journal uh, prompts or um, any sort of final words you'd like to share with the listeners today okay the one thing that's really present for me right now is like can we all just have a bit more fun Mm. because (laughs) I know yeah I just know from my own journey of going through like the kind of personal development stuff um, I got really serious and really into it for a really long time and what's emerging for me and I feel for a lot of people uh, that I've been talking to recently it's like how can we have more fun with this you know, life gets to be a celebration. Mm. So mm. The, the thing that I would ask is how can you bring more fun into your life? How can you play more? Even if it's just like one thing a week, it's one thing just to bring more play. And in regards to journal prompts, I would write a list of all the ways that you can treat yourself like someone you love. Mm. Yeah. So we get to begin showing up for ourselves because when we show up for ourselves, everyone else starts showing up for us too. Mm. Mm-hmm. I agree on that. So yeah. for people that are going to do these prompts, I would love, I'm sure we would both love for people to bullet point what they're, how they can show up for themselves and put on their stories and tag us. Do you want to share your Instagram handle for us, Claire? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I would love to see all of these. Um, So my Instagram handle is Claire L. Gardner. Cool. Claire L. Gardner. And mine is at High Vibe Babe. Do you want to tell everyone else how they can also get hold of you 
is Instagram the best place or the other places too? Instagram is the best place for me, yeah. That's where I share the most and always on stories and all that jazz. So Instagram's where it's at. Yeah, I love stories. You really get to know people and a brand and their messages and their embodiment and all the things. It's really, really epic. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on this podcast, Claire, and for all the listeners tuning in. Have you got any other final words? No, I just want to thank you. I really appreciate that uh, you invited me on here and that I got to share what I have to share. And mm-hmm. thank you to everyone who listened as well. And I would love to see those those lists mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yes, we would love to be flooded with them. So don't be shy. We're always here yeah. for a message <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> thank Absolutely. you so much. Thank you very much for coming on here, Claire. It's my absolute pleasure. And thank you to everyone listening. I will talk to you again very soon. Take care. Bye. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would adore if you would screenshot it, chuck it up on your stories with your favorite takeaway moment, and tag me at Hi by Babe on Instagram so that more people can see this and get this content and get this message out there to really shape and change and impact other people's lives. Do you desire to be around more high vibe women who really get you, who encourage you, who like support you no matter what? Yeah, well, guess what? I have a place that you belong. It is called High Vibe Babes Community. It is a free Facebook group and I would love to have you in there. There are so many free trainings and epicness in this group, so please get your booty in there. It would mean the world if you would subscribe to this podcast, do the reviews, the rating, the stars, all of the things. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode. I'm sending you all of the vibes and all of the love over and out from my heart, the high vibe babe.